Hello, this is Rhett Bartlett, and this is a very special football discovery. We have found audio of the 1971 Tasmanian Football League Grand Final. It was recorded by Mark Anderson and his father when they lived in Tasmania. It was a recording of the television broadcast. They put a tape machine next to the television and recorded the third and fourth quarters of the 1971 TFL Grand Final. We've managed to digitise that tape and we're going to play it for you now. Now keep in mind the audio does fluctuate a little bit occasionally. It might get slightly louder, but on the whole the quality is pretty damn good for something that's over 50 years of age. At the end of the recording, I've also left in um, Mark's father and a young Mark reviewing other results from the Tasmanian League that year, which I thought was a lovely touch. So here it is, the 1971 TFL Grand Final. Main, TFL full forward, lines the map, and one point only, well that's the third costly miss, in around about seven or eight minutes for Terry Moan, the leading TFL full forward. Now it's Joe to kick in for the bay. He looks like a real favour the centre oval. Now it's going towards the right street wing. Thanks for Ricketts to mark. Arthur Budd was up there, wasn't paid the mark. It's towards Godfrey, over towards King. Now King racing towards goal again. As a pot shot of them, the roar of the crowd indicates that it's just a point. Sounds like a goal coming up by the spectators at the back of the the goals, but another point for Clarence, have been into attack quite consistently this time, but certainly can't do much about it. I feel that King and Teague haven't been in the game as much as what everyone expected out of Harry. I think that the Sandy Bay Raiders are beating them, especially around the field play. There's Anderson now in possession of the ball from a little kick off from Joyce. Over towards Maine. Olsen coming in there, but what's happening is a free kick going Olsen's way for a kick in danger. Sandy Bay looking very good. Olsen, no doubt, steadying down play a little bit while players get in position. There's Sandy Bay's captain and coach's kick up towards the half-wall. Ricketts is up there a mile, but in front was Bob Whitehouse with players. Whitehouse uh, on with play immediately, up looking for Richmond. Richmond flew, yes, he's been paid the mark. Thought he pushed uh, Fromberg out of the way early, but the ball may not have been close enough for a free kick to be given. John Richmond had a quiet day. Oh, drop kicks, a shocking kick indeed. Over towards uh, Sandy Bay, but the player's kick wasn't so good. It's towards the wing position. In there was Torkington, also Anderson. But, uh, running out there now is the Sandy Bay player up towards Whitehouse. He missed the diving mark there. It's all cards. Nash gets a punch in towards uh, Rowbottom and Morton. It's close to the barrier. Coming out there now is Rowbottom. He found hand passes over towards Whitehouse, and Clarence certainly spilling everything as the ball goes along towards King. King up looking for Bingley. He's in trouble. Punched away that time towards Billy Main. Main racing towards the other bounce. Can't get a kick in. It's a wild hand pass. Kaufman in defence. Uh, relieves the pressure for his side and kicks it right along the wing position. And it's very close to the boundary line. In fact, it is over the line and out of bounds. And a free kick will go Terence's way. Anderson receives the free kick. He came on at half-time. There's the kick onto the forward line. Up go the players. Nobody takes the decisive mark. Comes out of Palfreyman, defending well for Sandy Bay. Plays it towards the centre wing position. Up goes Anderson and pulls in a good mark. Wastes no time. Looking for Godfrey. But he comes out to Di Benito. He's showing pace. Comes around. Goes around his own player, in fact. Puts the ball onto the forward line. But up goes... Norris. Norris. 
for Clarence and relieves the pressure. He goes for the short pass to West on the centre of the ground. West taps the ball away, but Olsen coming through. West is held, we're not in position. And he'll receive the free kick. Race is on immediately, looking for a teammate for the field. John Richmond leading out and takes the mark on his chest. He's lifted his play in this quarter too. Clarence are playing a little bit better now, Norm, but they are not getting the result on the board. A long kick from Richmond right up near the forward line and it'll go very close to the boundary line. In fact, Greg Ricketts tips it, taps it over the line and out of bounds and about 15 yards around from the behind post in Clarence's attacking zone. Some of those players out there, Harry, are starting to get a little bit tired now. Yes. Hands on the knees, hands on the hips. Pressure's been on all day, naturally in a grand final and we see the ball once again punched over the boundary line, just a few yards again for Sandy Bay. Cheek in there, also Ricketts. It's over towards uh, Ricketts of Sandy Bay. Gets a hurried little kick in towards West, but the ball will bounce. Both players, West and Ivanito over there, and will be thrown in. Sandy Bay gradually working the ball out of their danger area. Here's a throw in again, and we see Godfrey. He contested also Ricketts, but Ricketts flew up unattended. The kick was blocked that time by Clarence, and there was a, a quite an obvious push in the back going to Craig West. West over towards Bingley. Bingley hand passes towards Bud. Can Clarence get their teamwork going? As Bud has a high kick in the air, but it's over the boundary line on the full, and they certainly can't do anything right. Free kick going to Joyce of Sandy Bay. Little kicks nullified, but what's the umpires rushing in to intercept? Bringing Rain back 15 yards. back 15 yards for going over the line. Kick from Joyce again. It's right run along the wing position. In there was Whitehouse, and Whitehouse certainly coming into the game a little bit. Kicks it over towards John Bingley. Bingley in the centre half forward position. Goes on with play rather foolishly, but gets away up towards Teague. Oh, Teague trying to get rid of it. Over towards Maine. Maine can't control him. In position now is Avery. Avery kicks it high in the air. An opportunity for Edwards to mark. But Clarence just got there, just in front of Steele. Goes on almost to be up for King. King and Mackenzie. flying in front of King. Looking a beautiful overhead mark. A beauty. There's Mackey's kick, drives it right along the wing position. Setting himself was Palmer, and Clarence certainly playing a lot better, but can't get anything on the board. Uh, 51 to 106, and we've been going around uh, 15 minutes into the third quarter. Richmond in possession now, hand passes at Riley. Teague now has the possession, falls over at the wrong moment. Can't get up, has grabbed, play on against the umpire. As Ricketts now trying to get hold of it, it's pushing and shoving there, and eventually goes over the boundary line and be thrown in Clarence's pocket forward position. Players coming in to take the tap. But it's Godfrey in there for Clarence and Ricketts. Godfrey gets the tap out, comes over the, towards uh, uh, Styles and hits it further along to Pilkington. He gets a quick hand ball but doesn't come off. Uh, Brimikin endeavours to pick up, but uh, we find that Whitehouse eventually does get a kick in, goes to Greg Ricketts, and he's been paid the mark. Must have just travelled the 10 yards, and Ricketts will relieve the pressure for Sandy Bay. Here's his drop kick coming out towards the centre wing position. Brimbican's there, but uh, nobody can take the mark. Comes out to Morton, handles over to Olsen. Shepard's off for him too, and Olsen gets the kick in onto the forward line for Sandy Bay. It's uh, Nash who takes the good mark. He plays on immediately, puts the ball back to where it came from, but up goes Mackey, and he pulls in a good mark in front of Bingley. Mackey goes for the short pass across the field, looking for his teammate over there, but Godfrey flies and takes a good mark. And Hoffman was the player that Mackey was looking for, but didn't quite direct the ball to him. 
Here's Godfrey's kick, right on the forward line. Up goes John Richmond, couldn't take the mark. Comes out to King. King comes around onto his right foot, goes for the short pass to Anderson. It's hit away by Ricketts. Comes out to Styles. Styles gets the ball onto the forward line. Up goes Wright, and he takes the mark for Clarence. Relieves the pressure as he puts the ball onto the centre wing. Anderson, who's everywhere, gets a quick, quick kick in to West. West takes the mark on the forward line or the half forward line for Clarence. He goes for a further short pass, looking for and finding half above, almost at centre half four. Bob coming in. There's the kick from Bob. It's getting plenty of distance right up into the goal square. And it's a goal. Very handy goal, badly needed by Clarence and from Arthur Bob. Simpson Refrigerators, the outperformers. Six. One Clarence player, Harry, that has been playing reasonably well all day as Arthur Bob. Uh, much needed goal to Clarence. It breaks their drought. Now it's going to be interesting to see if they can continue on with it. They are definitely going in a little bit harder at the ball than what they have previously been doing in the first two quarters. There's the set of bounce from Alderson, and he's decided that he'll have a bounce again. No player could get clear with the ball. There it is. It's Whitehouse and Brimico. Brimico is knocked out of the way, but the tap favours Sandy Bowes. Doran knocking the ball in strongly in front of him. Gets a hand pass over towards Pilkingham. Pilkingham, Millie Sandy Bay's best player. Gets a hand pass back towards Morrison. Morrison uh, back to uh, the Sandy Bay player there in uh, Doran. Is, or Mackey. Mackey has a long shot of the goals. And underneath it there is Nash. Nash just no not played the mark. Crayons is the umpire. And it's close to Barry. In fact, it rolls over and will be thrown in right in Sandy Bay's pocket forward position. Bit unlucky that time, Michael Nash had a couple of whites of the cherry, but he didn't play it. There's the throw, and it's Brimacombe, gets the tap, but it's coming in there now is Rowbottom. Rowbottom relieves the pressure for his side, up towards the wing division. There's a beautiful mark taken by Pilkington of Sandy Bay. A beauty that time. Been a good player for the ball day, Harry. Very dominating on that wing over there. And certainly killed it, which is Pilkington. Kicks it right up into the goal square. The decision there, I think, may go to Morton. Yes, he paid it. I had a feeling that Clarence had hold of it first, but Morton has been paid the mark, and he's at point-bank range and should notch Sandy Bay's 17th goal. Morton coming in now. There's his kick. He hooked it, a single, a bad mistake there by Lance Morton. And the burning question is now, are Sandy Bay dying in the run? Well, Harry, eight goals, two in front. Well, I don't think that they could possibly die that much. So let's uh, finish it back into the game, but it is a long way from over yet. I think uh, this is one of Lance's traits in his game at the moment. He loses concentration when the pressure is off. And I think this is something that Rod Olsen will be up there co-keeping under all of the Sandy Bay team about at the moment. Kick in towards Robottom. Robottom trying to get clear of an opponent. Gets a kick in, but it's a dangerous one. It's right across goals. Pilkington there for Sandy Bay again. Craven defending strongly. It's towards Adams now. Adams is grabbed. Must be holding the ball. Yes, the free kick will go to Edwards of Clarence. Quite an obvious free kick. Yes, there's a very good tackle by Edwards. Went in hard, went in low, and uh, gave Adams no chance. It's towards Arthur Budd now, Clarence. He... Uh, Chris a couple of times and gets a, finally a kick in, up looking for Richmond. Richmond and Fromberg having a great battle there. Fromberg wins this particular duel. Kicks it up looking for Pilking and Pilking. Oh, wasn't paid the mark. Chipping in there now is Godfrey. He drives it right up forward from where it came from. Opportunity for Richmond and Mark. Was he paid it? 
Looked to be a doubtful one to me, but umpire Alderson paid the mark to Johnny Richmond, who goes on with play almost immediately. Knocked away by the Sandy Bay defence. West of the front position now. And passes towards Maine. Maine, can he break through? He hooked it. And it's just a single. And now we see Clarence 8-10 to Sandy Bay 16-11. The feature of Sandy Bay's play at the moment, Harry, is in the back line. They're punching away at all times. In the Clarence back line, they're trying to outmark the taller Sandy Bay forwards, and they can't do it successfully. And Joyce is found back in the halfback flank. He handles over to Morrison. One bounce to Morrison. Two bounces. Got tons of time and goes for the pass further field to Pilkington. One of the best men of field today. Pilkington puts Sandy Bay into attack, looking for Adams. Adams almost took it one-handed, but it comes out to Nash, defending strongly for Clarence. The umpires won his whistle. Whistle and a free kick will go Clarence's way. I missed the infringement, and Bowden will receive the free kick. There's the kick from Bowden, a high torpedo punt going up towards the centre of the ground. The back fly, nobody can take the mark. The umpire's blown his whistle and another infringement going Clarence's way. This time, Arthur Bunt will receive the free kick. Clarence starting to rely on individual efforts rather than efforts of teamwork, which is certainly not going to be able to bring them back into the game. They've got to get that teamwork firing. Morris in the centre of the ground puts Clarence into attack with a delightful punt kick right up to the forward line. Nobody takes them out, comes out the King, who has a quick shot at them. But it is one point only, and Clarence now move it on to 8 goals 11, 59, Sandy Bay 16, 11, 107. Clarence could start popping those sort of type of shots through them. We find Joyce, a delightful kick towards the halfback flank. Nobody takes the mark, comes out to West with his socks down, and West has a, a long shot towards the forward line, up there the players, almost a market cheek, but it comes out of the direction of Olsen, he gets a kick in towards the centre wing, Di Benito sets himself, so does West, almost pulls the mark, comes over to Robottom, who fumbles, Di Benito recovers, and with that termination, puts Sandy Bay into attack, looking for Morton, but up goes Palmer, and he pulls in a good mark. Palmer at centre-half, back to Clarence. There's the kick, a torpedo punt coming over towards the centre of the ground. Players set themselves, Ricketts almost takes a mark from behind. Comes out once again to Bud, he's coming to the game in this quarter. Goes for the short pass to Bingley and finds him in the third line. Bingley realises time is away as he comes in for his kick. Off the side of the boot and goes into the pocket where Avery takes a very good mark. Running with the flight of the ball, he goes for the short pass, looking for him finding Fromberg. Fromberg, handballs back to Avery, good play Sandy Bay, and uh, they get out of trouble once again towards the centre wing, and almost a mark to Palfreyman, endeavours to pick up the ball, eventually find West so now it was Whitehouse, he clears onto the forward line for his side, comes out of the direction of Bingley, Bingley endeavouring to pick the ball up, does so, drops the ball, will receive an infringement on the net, and he plays on and relays the ball into the forward pocket, up goes Chief, and Chief's still in a mark, handballs over to Richmond, Richmond scores it, and it is! Free kick going, Richmond's way, grab well, not in possession. Interesting point at this stage, Harry, I've noticed that West has been down with Clamp, now Barry Key goes in the centre of the ground, also down with Clamp. Uh, I've noticed none of the Sandy uh, Bay players showing any sign of distress at this stage. And a very, very interesting point here. This goal is a most needed one for Clarence that Richmond is now going to have a shot at. I don't think Clarence would want a, any other player there other than Richmond to kick this one. Here he comes now, Johnny Richmond, just about eight or nine yards out. There's the kick, no mistake. And Clarence just a little closer, seven goals the difference now. And certainly their play has improved 100% in the last 15 minutes. 
Yes, sir. I've got to get the teamwork going. If I can get the teamwork going, they're back in this game because I don't know whether Sandy Bay are having a bit of a stroll, but they're starting to wilt slightly. I think the uh, Clarence back line, centre line, are contesting a lot harder, a lot stronger, using more weight, but they still haven't got the creative players on their forward line to get into the game yet. 27 minutes gone into the third quarter. Umpire Alderson in charge. Bob Chief and Vimmercombe. It's towards King of Clarence. King hand passes towards West. He's in trouble and finally gets a kick in. Opportunity for Mackey to mark. Yes, he played it. It was a good one too. Mackey in around about the centre-half back position for the Bay has uh, been knocked very heavily during the game, but the true champion of the year, he's come back in right into it. Mackey's torpedo punt. Up the looking for Elliot, no doubt. In front was Bud. Couldn't control it. Coming in there now is Styles. Styles gets a kick in towards fellow rover Morrison, and Morrison has marked right on the half-board position for Sandy Bay. 65 to 107. Just uh, seven goals the difference. A big start for Clarence. Can they get back in? That's the burning question so far. As Morrison has a shot of them. Knocked away that time by Rowbottom towards King. King trying to get into the game. All pushing and shoving. Gets hold of it. Good play by King. And passes towards Palmer. Good individual effort. Kicks it up towards the centre of the ground. Olsen in possession now. This trip, but not played the free kick. Mackey in there now. There's plenty of weight going into this game as Clarence realising they can get back in the game. West with the front position now, trying to break there. Under a lot of pressure from Sandy Bay, but it gets a kick in towards Anderson. Anderson, who came on as a replacement, has possession now. It's a funny little kick towards Godfrey. Coming in there now is Mackey. Backing up well is Rickett. Ooh, player unloaded there, but Lyons is the umpire as it goes towards Sandy Bay's half-forward line again. Flying from behind is Roger Steele. A beautiful mark by the dual William Leach medalist. Still, definitely a possibility to kick this. He's going for the drop punt, the dis big distance kick, but won't make the grade. In there was Morton, but also Bowden. No mark paid to any player. In there now is Nash, who's had a comparatively quiet day. He kicked it high in the air. Chance for Steele to mark again. No, he missed it that time. Play answers the umpires towards King. King kick, stops the good and goes over the boundary line on the full, and the free kick will go Sandy Bay's way. They've played 28 minutes into the third quarter. Waiting on the side. Right altercation there between Roger Steele and uh, Michael Nash. I look at down there, Norm. The umpire's right on the ball, though. Stephen has the free kick. Got Olsen singling to put the ball right down into the goal square. Is a delightful kick from uh, Stephen Up they go. Nobody takes the mark. It bounces off when he comes out to Olsen. He drops the ball. The umpire's seen it. Now he says, play on. Comes out to DiVenito. DiVenito taps the ball away. Comes back to Olsen, showing determination. Gets the kick into the forward line. Polkerman's there. Handles over to Morrison. Morrison lines them up. It's right through the centre. And Sandy Bay move along now to 17 goals 11, which is 113. A very handy lead at this stage of the 1971 Grand Final. Clarence, 9 goals 11, 65. 30 minutes gone into the third quarter. And that was certainly a good, very valuable goal to Sonny Bay, who had been practically goalless for quite some considerable yes, time. Although Sonny Bay in this quarter kicked four against Clarence's two. Clarence had kicked a lot of points and had a lot of the attack. But there again, Sonny Bay doing everything right. It's towards Anderson now. He missed it. Finally gets possession. Hand passes towards Bingley. Bingley back towards Anderson again. 
Anderson up towards King. That player couldn't quite mark it, but gets possession okay and kicks it high in the air. Here's the backman and Ford setting themselves. It's towards Main now. Main has a look at the big opening, and it rolls through. Yes, there's the quick answering goal from Clarence. And now it's still seven goals the difference. It's the siren for the end of the third quarter. Teague's had a quiet day up towards Richmond and Richmond's mark. Johnny Richmond uh, getting back into the game. Goes on with play immediately up looking for Maine. Maine couldn't quite get hold of it. Good play by Barry Joyce that time. It's towards centre oval. Norris playing at centre half uh, back now. Kicks it high in the air. There's a chance for West to mark and West has marked it on their half forward line. Clarence into attack in the early stages of the final quarter. West coming in for the kick. And there it is. It's a high kick going right into the goal square. Players set themselves and nobody can take the mark. Two grabs the ball, handballs to nobody in particular. Goes to Olsen, playing in the back pocket. And he gets a dribbly old kick towards the halfback. Frank Teague recovers and gets the ball. Comes around onto his left foot. Has a shot at them. We'll find it is only one point, And that takes Clarence along now to 10 goals, 12. A total of 72 to 17, 11, 113 for Sandy Bay. So far, Clarence doing all the attacking, Harry. It's, uh, they're throwing themselves in at a last desperate effort, I think, Phil. Conditions perfect for football as Joyce elects to go along the right street wing. It's a good kick, too. Can't score a Godfrey to mark. Went straight through his hands. Now it's over towards Bingley. It's over that player's head towards Whitehouse. Whitehouse, uh, wild hand pass, intercepted cleverly by Victor Divinetto up to the centre oval. Here's Norris coming forward now for Clarence. Kicks it round the wing position where West has taken the mark. Oh, silly play by West that time. It recovered pretty well. And passes towards Bingley. Bingley, oh, funny old turn that time towards Anderson. Anderson back to Main. And Main racing towards an open goal. Has a shot of him. And they get a little bit closer, Clarence. They go now to 11 goals, 12 to Sandy Bay, 7-11. This bit of framework, uh, Clarence has showed all day in their forward line, Harry. They're going to need a lot more effort to pull this game out. But they're starting to fire. It could show danger for Sandy Bay unless they get back into it. I see Olsen out there. A lot of direction through his players to get into the ball and to keep smothering it. Something that they've got to do now. And that's the fourth goal of the match to Terry Bay in full form for Clarence. Certainly played a good game for him. We can remember his big effort last year in the grand final when he got 10. Bounce of the ball. We find getting very high with Whitehouse, but the umpire seen an infringement and will go to Godfrey of Clarence. And a 15-yard penalty has been incurred. Pilkington threw the ball away. Foolish play at this stage of the final quarter when Clarence could possibly get a run on. Godfrey trips over. Puts Clarence into attack with a punt kick. Up goes the player down there, Duran, and takes the safe mark in defence. For Sandy Bay. We'll settle the play down a little bit. Duran comes in. It's a high punt kick coming out towards the centre wing position. Horton goes high. But in front, Norris has been paid the mark. He wastes no time. Plays on immediately. Goes for the short pass. There was four Clarence players there. And Whitehouse took the mark. He comes on. Puts Clarence into attack. A high, wobbly old punt kick into the pocket. Up goes King. Couldn't take the mark. Avery comes out. Comes around under his right foot. Goes for a kick. Fine styles, he wastes no time and plays the ball around the boundary line towards the centre wing position and a diving mark is filled. Eventually you find Morton endeavouring to pick up the ball. He's grabbed, the umpire's granny's his whistle, dropping the ball and a free kick going to Clarence. And it's Robin Norris to 
Take the kick. There it is. The target towards Barry Teague. Teague realizing that he must get on with play immediately. Kicks it up towards Bingley, and Bingley is marked. Hand passes over towards West. West racing towards an open goal. Steadies. Has a garden, but it's offline. Only a single. Hence some tight football here so far in the last quarter as Clarence have done all the attacking so far and the difference now is still around about six goals. Quite obvious now that Clarence are going to play on at all costs and it's the only way out of this game if they want to win it. Back towards uh, the centre-half uh, court division for the Roos. Arthur Budd coming in there, couldn't control it. It's towards Sandy Bay but umpire has found a free kick to Arthur Budd and Rudd to put the ball right up into the scoring zone. Well, extra pass towards Anderson. A good kick by Arthur Budd and found the safe hands of the Clarence replacement, Anderson. There's his kick. It's a beautiful-looking kick right up to the chief goal. Richmond in possession couldn't get boot through Lever and through for another single to Clarence. And that takes the score along now to Clarence, 11 goals, 14, a total of 80, Sandy Bay 17, 11, 113. Ryan Joyce to put the ball back into play for Sandy Bay. There's the kick, he likes to come down this side of the ground. Nobody can take the mark, it could go over the line without being touched. In fact it does, and the free kick will go to Clarence. See who's going to take it. There's the short pass anyway. The umpire's blown his whistle. The player must come back over the mark. Ball being relayed back. It's, Ed, uh, it's Edwards. Edwards, yes. The crowd obscured Edwards there for a little bit, but we now have him in picture. And Edwards goes for the kick onto the half-forward line for his side. And a good mark is pulled in by John Richmond. He's a long way out from goal and a fairly acute angle, but it's a pretty good kick on his left foot. Runs around and there's the kick from John Richmond. Delightful kick right up into the goal square. Almost to the goal square. Cheap goes. The free kick going to Sandy Bay's way. Olsen was pushed back right, right in the middle of the back. In fact, he was pushed for yards as Olsen on with play up towards Mackey. Mackey steadying down play. Gets it along towards Ricketts. Call Sandy Bay now. Ricketts bounces at once. Got a mile of room in front of him. Goes for the big kick again with up towards Elliot and Elliot. Oh, missed an easy one in time. Allowed Robottom to get a, a little kick in, but it's towards West now. Divinito in there also. West gets a hand pass back towards Norris. Norris uh, in turn towards King in centre over. King, oh, slow to get rid of it that time. Allowed Mackey to chip in for the bay, but Mackey playing very well and he gets it over towards Kirkman again. Kirkman trying to lift Sandy Bay. He's up a bit, gets it right up forward. Uh, oh, an easy mark this there by White allows Grimmett home in the front division. He's only got to get a kick in. It's hand pass towards Adams. Adams breaking clear. No, he didn't get a kick in. Bayons of the umpire. Pilkin coming in now. Has a shot of them, but it's uh, only a single. And gee, that was tight football, Ricky Graham. Very tight football, Harry. Now, like Pilkin getting that, he followed the ball right down from the wing. That the pressure of the Clarence back was a little bit too great. The Clarence have got to keep this up if they got any chance at all. There's the kick in from Bowden towards the safe hands of Whitehouse. And Whitehouse. players like Whitehouse have got to come into the game with their big marking that they've been laughing it all day, Clarence. Here's Edwards racing forward, picks it up, looking for a four there. Feet coming out and now get the hand pass towards West. West, the chance to have a shot of the toward Bingley. Ah, silly play by West. And uh, intercepting the kick of West was Avery. It's towards centre oval again and right in, in the centre of the round, King is marked. Goes on with play up towards Arthur Budd. Budd 
Left puts it high in the air. Cheek has an opportunity to mark. Has the set. No, it's knocked away by Ricketts towards Maine. Maine has a shot at the big opening, but play's been halted by the umpire. Cheek has been paid the mark. And Cheek is going to have a shot at goal. An opportunity to get the Bruce a little closer. They certainly need some big six points. John Bingley sadly out of touch, Harry. He hasn't been in the play all day. And an outstanding example in when Avery jumped in front of him to take that mark and the two and dash down the wing. Now it's Cheek. The tall Clarence Ruckman around about 20 yards out, just on a slight angle. Proud of about 20,000 watching this kick from the boot of Bob Cheek. There it goes. The crowd indicate to me that it's just a point. It must have been the Sandy Bay supporters cheering that time. I think it must have been, Harry. A costly mistake by Bob Cheek, and now we see the score is Clarence 81 to Sandy Bay 114. And waiting in the ball to be relayed back to Joyce so he can put it back into play. And we've played about nine minutes into the final quarter. Joyce. There's the kick from Joyce coming out to the halfback bank. Polly set themselves. Whitehouse from behind will be played the mark. He was definitely the only one attacked it, and he received the mark. He wastes no time and gets a high kick towards the forward line. Up goes Cheek, and he's half, only about 15 yards out and almost directly in front. So maybe he can atone for his error just a few moments ago when he scored a behind four pounds. Sandy Bay seem to be a little bit tough at this stage, Norm. They don't want to hang on to it for too long. They want to try and get right back into this game. Attacking that ball like they did for the first three quarters. Cheek lining them up. It's back through the centre. And that's a very handy goal to Clarence. They move along now to 12 goals, 15. A total of 87. The Sandy Bay, 17-12, 114. Well, this is what Clarence... 114. Well, this is what Clarence have been looking for all day, Norm. Big Rob Whitehouse took a mark, reloaded down to Bob Cheek. He took a big one just out in front of the square. They haven't been doing it all day, but this is the sort of play that can bring Clarence right back into this game. Only four goals, three the difference, and we've been playing some ten minutes into the final quarter. Godfrey a chance to get hold of it. The stats on the mill. Let's see, umpire Alderson will bounce it again. It's just practically in centre oval. Godfrey up a mile over towards Edwards. Edwards gets a quick kick in, up looking for Anderson. Anderson has marked it in centre half forward position, just in front of Peter Fromberg. Over towards King. King up looking for Maine, and Maine is marked. Maine would be around about 40 yards, 45 yards out. Definitely an opportunity to kick another major for Clarence. Finishing like a train, the Eastern Shore side. Can they make up the big lead? There's the kick from Terry Mayne. It's going to be close. It's a goal. And 13-15 now, Clarence, to 17-12, Sandy Bay. 93 to 114. Well, that's Terry Mayne's fifth goal, Harry, although I don't think he's played as well as what he would have liked to have played. He's got the goals on the board, and this is what a full forward is there for. Well, this has certainly brought the crowd to life. There's a very tense atmosphere here now at the North Hobart ground. And what a game we're seeing. What a finish by the current side. Is it another repeat of the Sandy Bay fold-up? Here we find the bounce of the ball. The centre comes out to Nigel Ricketts. Puts Sandy Bay into attack. Goes to Marish. Marish 
grabs the ball and puts it towards the half-back lane. Under the ball is Ray Bonham, we find Elliot. Elliot playing in 36 Guernsey when his other one was ripped off. Comes around and puts Andy Bain to back, goes for the short pass. Slaughter's on it, Antler, who's gone off, comes to Steele. It will beat Steele over the line and out of bounds in the forward position for Sandy Bay, out of side of the ground. Players coming in. Lynch, Remington, also Godfrey, Olsen's there. Godfrey grabs the ball, turns around and gets a kick towards the centre wing position. There we find Bowbottom coming down from the half-back thing. Handles over to his teammate. Hammond Clarence into attack once again. Comes out only to see Wicket. Mark very safely misses. Handles over to his teammate. Bruce teams down the ground. Joyce at Wilder gets the ball. Under the third line. Up goes White. Bob White handles over to Palmer. Palmer on the half-back thing for Clarence. Puts the ball into attack. When he comes under it, couldn't mark the ball. It's hit further field by Byrne. Comes over to Mackey. And Mackey with a long kick under the forward line. Have White spills the mark. Comes out in the direction and having to go a kick in, drops the ball, uh, goes uh, Elliot, comes out to Adams, Adams handles over to Polkinen, Polkinen further over to the umpire's hold-up play. And he's going to Rodney Adams, and he's coming over from Sandy Bay there, Harry. I thought the umpire should have no acknowledged the free kick, but called Carr on after he made the decision. Something umpires over here don't seem to do often enough, and that is to blow the whistle when they stop players to call play on when the team is, uh, who has got possession of the ball are going into a better position. I yeah. feel that uh, he's modified Sunday Bay's forward move. Yeah. Yeah. Adams's kick is going close. It'll drop just a little short. And a mark there to Lance Morton. Oh, no, it's going Clarence's way. Or will he bounce it? He's going to bounce it. Well, look at it. White House has got the ball. from here, Harry. But he didn't buy it. There's the bounce right in Sandy Bay's scoring position. It's over towards uh, no, uh, White House again. Gets them out of trouble. Up towards Pilkington. Pilkington's hand over. Adams has the front position now. Can't pick it up. Finally does so. Will he have a shot? There's a shot from Adams. But the result's just a single. And that's Sandy Bay 17-13 now to Clarence 13-15. And we've been going just 14 minutes into the final quarter. There's the kick in towards the half-back flank. Up goes Norris and pulls in a good mark. He's got nobody to give it to, but goes for the kick with the centre-wing position. It's muffled. Swords there for Sandy Bay. He came on just a few moments ago. Goes to Anderson. Anderson along the wing. A long handball over to Raybottom. And Raybottom puts uh, Clarence into attack. Goes to Bingley. Jim Davis to tap it. Comes back to West with his socks down. West comes around. A very speedy player. But he's... Uh, is nullified, he recovers, he skittles, the umpire says play on, it'll go over the line and out of bounds, right in front of the right street stand. Steve Anuto off the Sandy Bay and forward on the wing, uh, Norm. Right, thanks Rick. And there's the throw in as the Ruckman come in, it's from behind, Brimbrick and gets the tap out, he gets his own tap and showing pace, gets the kick in and puts Sandy Bay into attack, right into the forward line, there's nobody home for them, it eludes Bowden, he falls over, Palmer can't tap it, very close to the boundary line, just in play as Palmer relieves the pressure for Clarence under the centre wing position, Swords there, couldn't do anything, comes out to Bud, front with the ball in front of him, comes up to Brimbrick and umpires as a free kick to Bud and he'll receive it on the half-back flank. There's Arthur Budd's kick right along the wing position towards Anderson. Anderson trapped, but gets a hand pass. It's wild. Well, Sandy Bay player to chip in and drive it right up to An uh, Adams. Adams couldn't get a hold of it. Steele's knocking the ball along cleverly. Oh, ran a good distance, but was allowed to get away. Right up towards Pilkington, and Pilkington is marked for Sandy Bay. It's really very good player on the ground, Harry Pilkington. Been a damaging player from the first minute of play. 
and is still here in possession of the ball. We'll get my three votes easy, and he's kicked right up towards Mackey, and it appears now Sandy Bay are just steadying a little bit, steadying enough to win the flag for 1971. Mackey taking plenty of time over the kick, Olsen giving lots of instructions. Here's a reliable kick for goal, uh, Graham Mackey. I think he should just about put this through. If so, it could be the same for the bay. Here's the kick off the boot of Mackey. It's close. It's touched up time. Kick towards Morton. He's signaling something. A goal. It's a goal to Sandy Bay. Well, that's certainly made it very tough now for Harris. Who kicked it? Mark Elliott. Mark Elliott kicked it. That must have been off the table. It must have just got over the boundary line. And there's a goal to Sandy Bay. And Sandy Bay line of Sandy Bay have been keeping in the game all day. Steele and uh, Elliott very close in their top six players. There's the centre bounce. It's towards uh, Mackey again. Mackey putting the bay into attack. It's uh, Thornby on there for Paris. Towards Morton now. Morton gets a handy hand pass out towards Calvin. Calvin oh grab. Couldn't get hold. Uh, a kick to leather. Nash is pushed right out of the way. Yes. And will receive a free kick. Free kick going to Michael Nash. Who elects to go on with the Almost immediately, but it looks to be all Sandy Bay. Adams missed a, an easy one that time, and it stacks on the mill, and the ball will be bounced right, right on centre oval. Fresh breeze getting up here now at North Hobart, and we've got round about 15 minutes to play in this the 1971 Grand Final. It's towards Roger Steele now, Sandy Bay. Steele kicks it high in there, head out looking for Lance Morton. In front was Bowden, but no player can take them out. Bowden trying to get clear with it, lost it along towards Bud. Bud in a lot of trouble, but gets the boot to leather and it rolls over the boundary line for a throw. It'll be thrown in and a half forward flank for Sandy Bay. They lead 18, 13, 121 to 13, 15, 93. Ruckman coming in, Brenda comes there, but it's hit away by Adams, goes to Styles and Styles puts Sandy Bay into attack right down towards Morton. He couldn't take the mark. He recovers, battling the ball along to his Bowden, but will go over the line and out of bounds as Clarence players came in from everywhere. Free kick turns away. And he's uh, limping a little bit too. There's the kick from Bowden coming out towards centre half back. We find uh, Godfrey when couldn't take the mark, but it comes over to King. King onto the forward line. It's hit in the direction of Bingley. Bingley can't pick it up, however. Avery clears for Sandy Bay with a good kick. Put Sandy Bay back into attack. Green fans play spoiled one out. A bad play. Comes out towards uh, Palmer. We find Thornbury's also on for uh, Clarence. And Palmer puts Clarence onto the centre wing position. Bendicom hits the ball to Doran. Doran gets a quick kick in. Goes in the direction of Cheek. Also, we find uh, Morrison there. Comes back to Cheek. He's grabbed. Gets a handball to King. King gets a kick. Onto the forward line for Clarence. Up there, the players. Nobody can take the decisive mark. Conberg claims it, but the umpire will no doubt call play on as he does. Comes out the direction of Bendicom. He's showing dash. Put the ball in front of him. He's a fast player. And gets his kick under the centre wing position. Hit goes uh, Torkington. And Torkington will receive the free kick. Sandy Bay standing up to the test here, Harry. It's a bit of a crisis point they reached, I feel, about five minutes ago, and they're throwing it right back up, Clarence, now, and putting themselves right back into the game. There's the kick, but it's been marked by Bob Cheek of Clarence. Cheek having a run on the ball. There's up towards Norris. Knocked away that time by Mackey towards Whitehouse. Back towards Bud. Will Bud running into a wall of players. Has grabbed while not in possession of the ball and will take the free kick. Sands of time running out for Clarence in this year's. Premiership uh, quest. 
Got the woods there, full court line. Once again, we see Avery in possession for Sandy Bay. Played a magnificent game for his side. Relieves the pressure up towards the wing position. Steel in there, couldn't mark it. Coming up there now is Palmer, but it's over the boundary line, and he thrown in for a throw in uh, right in the center wing position. I think Francis is starting to feel a pinch a little bit, Harry. They slowed this play on game. They were playing so successfully early in the quarter. It slowed right down now. And they're starting to get the old fumbles back again. The sign of a tired side. Whitehouse gets possession of the ball. Here's a chance for Maine to pick up the clearance. Racing towards an open goal, but it's offline. And only a single. And now we see 13-16 to Sandy Bay, 18-13. And we're going, it looks like, 20 minutes into the final quarter. An estimated 10 minutes of play left. And certainly Sandy Bay, 10-1 to 1 on to win the 1971 play. Yes, Harry, I didn't have money on that now, I think. And we find Joyce puts the ball back into play. Up goes Adams and sees him again. Michael Mark. He's had uh, been a full forward most of the day for uh, Sandy Bay, but he's having the run on the ball. Adams, the fair-haired player, gets a delightful kick towards the centre wing position, very close to the boundary line. Comes out to Norris. He's grabbed, uh, tagged by quite a few players. The umpire says, it's my ball, gentlemen, and he'll bounce it up right in front of the Bright Street stand. Players coming in to take the tap. We find Cheek gets the tap over his head, comes out into the direction of Norris, and Norris swings around and gets the kick onto the forward line for Clarence. Up goes uh, John Richmond, pushed from Berg out. The umpire's seen it. Yes, definite free kick there, quite obvious. And Fromberg will receive the free kick on the half-back flank. There's the kick from Fromberg, right around the boundary line, going very close. Up goes Birmingham, Jim take the mark, Nash is there, but will be quite a number of players over the line and out of bounds. I think so far, Harry, pace has been the key to this game because the Clarence high marking strength, uh, they haven't gained ascendancy in here all day. It's all been on the ground, and Sandy Bay are outpaced them and still are outpacing them. Here's the kick over towards Ben Falconham, safe mark by that player. Kicks it over towards uh, looking for Thornton. Thornton marked again. This slashed Edwards today on the wing. I think for Thornton, sick there is along the wing position. And a good mark has been taken by Morrison of Sandy Bay. Morrison Styles. Uh, Styles, I beg your pardon. There's the kick. Within running, it'll swing just offline, just through for a single. No, it didn't make the grade at, at all, and it's Whitehouse has a couple of bounces, kicks it right up and towards the uh, centre of the ground. It seems to be all Sandy Bay. Brindley trying to get cleared, was held by Doran, but not faded. Gans for Steele now to pick hold of it. Out on the full. Out on the full, and the kick go to the Clarence Bay will pick him up in just a moment. It looks like Kitch Edwards to take the free kick on the centre wing position. I think John Bingley didn't want to forget his game today, Harry. Is, yeah. Well, as you speak, John Bingley has taken one of his few marks for the day. Alex to go on with a meeting and looking for Richmond, but Bromberg in front, yes, will pay the good mark by umpire Alderson. Peter Bromberg has certainly held uh, Johnny Richmond down to a minimum today. There's the kick from the former Northern player, host of players by Whitehouse trying to get control of it, but... Uh, it stacks on the ball, and again we see a throw-in from the boundary umpire in the centre wing position. Only about eight or nine minutes remaining. Grimmer came in there, but picked up this time by Thornbury. Thornbury up towards the centre-half forward position, and this time John Richmond got in front of Fromberg and took them out. 
There's a beautiful looking drop kick in that fire. Mines in there, but couldn't be much about it. No mark taken. King tipping him now for Towns. Has a shot of him. And there is the 14 major of Towns. 14 6 now to Sandy Bay. 18 14. 23 and a half minutes gone in the quarter. Hey, the latest goal there by Clarence. Good play deal with King scouting the puck. But I feel that they literally run a little bit too late. Well, I think Sandy Bay are playing too well at this stage to lose it. And who'd want to lose a grand final at this stage after the great game that they've played? Rod Olsen out there spurring his players on, spurring one another on. How are they going to finish that off? There's the child into the centre of the ground. He finally comes out to Roger Steele. Steele comes around under his left foot and puts Sandy Bay in to take Cornbury's under it and takes a good mark. Cornbury, who came on in this quarter, goes for the short pass, looking for and finding Norris. Almost on the centre wing, he handles back to Cornbury, who's in trouble, comes out to Pelton and picks the ball up and puts Sandy Bay into a tag, very close to the boundary line. Over the line and out of bounds in the full, and Bowden or Norris will receive the free kick. Looks like Bowden, yes, he's been given a free kick. Looking for leads further afield. A high torpedo punt coming from Norris towards the centre wing. A pack of players goes up, comes to Tish Edwards. He gets a kick under the third line for Collins. Thumbridge in front and showing judgment. Puts Sandy Bay into attack. It bounces off uh, Ray Bottom's knees. He recovers. Right through the centre of the ground. Good play, Ray Bottom. And he puts Clarence in attack with a shocking kick. Goes to Avery. Avery puts Sandy Bay further down the field. Looking for Thomas finding Morrison. He taps the ball ahead. Misses the run of it. Comes out in the direction of Elliott. Elliott's got tons of time. And puts the Bay into attack. Now we find Bowden falls over. He's almost in play tonight. He recovers, puts the ball up, and clears for Clarence to the halfback flank. Four houses there, so too is Mackey. Mackey's got but it comes out into the direction of the relieving kick under the centre wing position. Well, through the centre of the ground, where Chief is there, picks up the ball and puts it into attack for Clarence. Richmond's underneath it, but a good mark. He's been pulled out by Joyce. Good relieving mark that time by Joyce. Uh, Main appeared to have the sit on it, but Joyce was up to the task and put a very timely mark in there. 14 16 to 18 13. Has been the final series since I brought him in, Harry. Uh, Joyce had pulled back for the bay. He's done everything right now as Anderson uh, kicks it right along the ring position looking for Main, and Main is marked within shooting distance, I would think, estimated about 50 yards out. He hasn't been kicking that well from this angle all day, Harry. He's wanted to kick one, and how's the time to do it? And that's it, as uh, Clarence supporters are watching this uh, effort of mine. There's the kick, this will be close. Yes, it's another six scorer, and now we see 15 16 to 18 13. We come alive, is there's the bounce. Chief gets high and gets the tap over to Bart. He misses it. Comes out to Bart again coming through. It'll be fine. Trying determination is friendly. Olsen picks right. up. Almost throws the ball. Comes to Steele. Steele's had a good day for Sandy Bay. Puts the middle attack. Out of the forward line. The ball will go over the line and out of bounds. And from the body it. Bowden and also Vobata. Put back into play. Comes out to Pelgium and turns around. His uh, kick is modified. Comes over in the direction and handballing over to Whitehouse. And Whitehouse hits the kick and puts Crowns into it. All of the forward line plays on with it. Fonville takes a very courageous mark. At centre half back. 121 or 106 in Sandy Bay's favour. He's coming from everywhere but Fonville's going to ignore them. Wants to kick the ball deep. There's his kick. Through the centre of the ground. Olsen's underneath the ball. So it is Whitehouse. Couldn't take the mark. Comes to Mikey. He handles, uh, dances the ball. Comes over to Adams. Adams handles over to Pelkerman. He couldn't control it. Comes to Cornby. Swings around and gets his kick. 
Hands in the direction of Bingley, kept away from him. Good job too. Comes out towards Falkerman, couldn't control the ball. Got a number of fouls, making grab of it on the centre wing, and the umpire will bounce it up. So with lots of determination and strength towards Richmond. Richmond couldn't mark it. Bromberg battling on there for the side. But coming out there now is King. King is pushed, but gets it over to Main, and Main is marked. Lining him up now, he'll play with the drop punt. There's the kick from Main. It'll be close. It's six points. And now we see 112 now to Clowns to Sandy Bay, 121. Three nine minutes gone. There's Teak goes up. It falls heavily, but it's over towards King now. Clowns into a track again. It's King kick up towards Main. It's knocked it over time by Joyce. Here's a race to Joyce for the front position. Good play by Sandy Bay Blackman. Scores the centre over. Flying high is Martha Dunn. Dunn puts the ruse right into a track again towards Bingley. Bingley not played the mark. Down says the umpire. Bimacane gets it over towards Olsen. Olsen steadies and gets it towards Elliot. May have been a winning move for Sandy Bay. Lazily kicks it over towards Mackey. Mackey uh, is marked on the centre half forward position. We've been playing now 30 minutes. Oh, Clowns 16-16, and what was a very good game of football. Also, an excellent game of football, played in the true spirit of the Australian game as could be played. A very elated Sandy Bay out there in the centre, and they've got every reason to be. Other Tasmanian grand final results. In the WTFA, Rosebury 2018-138, defeated Turek 19-12, 126 as the club's first premiership ever. In the Delrain League, Mole Creek 15-9-99 defeated Hagley 7-9-51. In the Amateurs State Division Premiership, University 26-12-168 defeated Old Lestonians 3-14-32. In the Southern Amateurs, University defeated Sorrell. Up in the NTFA, Scottsdale 21 goals, 10 behinds, defeated City South 5-13. In the end of left view, Latrobe 14-16 defeated East Devonport 5-9. In the state preliminary final, which is the match played between the NWFU Premiership's side and the NTFA Premiership side, Latrobe, which were the NWFU's Premiership side, 13-13, defeated Scottsdale, the NTFA Premiership side, 9-14. TFL First Semi-Final, Sandy Bay, 15-28-118, defeated Glenorchy, 16-13-109. TFL Second Semi-Final, Clarence, 18-9-117, Defeated New Norfolk 17-12-114. Preliminary final, New Norfolk 13-20-98. Drew with Sandy Bay 15-8-98. Preliminary final replay, Sandy Bay 18-14-122. Defeated New Norfolk 16-16-112. Grand final, Sandy Bay 18-13-121. Defeated... Clarence 16, 16, 112. The best players for Sandy Bay were Mackey, Pilkington, 
Pearl Freeman, Morton, Fromberg, Elliot, Olsen, for Clarence, Whitehouse, West, Bud, Maine, Palmer, Nash, King. Goal kick is for Sandy Bay, Morton 4, Steele 3, Palfreyman 2, Adams 2, Elliot 2, Brimbercombe, Pilkington, Lynch, Mackey and Morrison. For Clarence, Main 7, West 2, Richmond 2, Whitehouse, King, Teague, Bud and Cheek, one goal each. TFL Reserves Grand Final, Sandy Bay, 12-16, defeated New Norfolk, 11-5. TFL Under-19 Grand Final, New Norfolk, 17-13, defeated Linders Farms, 13-10. TFL 1971, William Leach Medal, Rod Olsen, Sandy Bay, one by one vote from Howard Hobart. VFA Second Division. Sunshine, 22-26, defeated Brunswick, 16-8. Geelong West finished last in First Division. They will go down to the, the Second Division in 1972. Victorian Country League results. Alberton League, Welshpool, 12-12, defeated Woodside, 6-5. Latrobe Valley, Sale, 12-15, defeated Terralgan, 12-6. Portland Port Ferry League. Turandaro were premiers. 14-13. Defeating MacArthur. 11-10. West Gippsland. Corumburra. 11-9. Defeated Nanagoon. 7-9. Clunes League. Bungaree. 12-6. Defeated Creswick. 6-6. Wimra League. Ararat. 16-12. Defeated Warwick Nabeel. 6-11. Federal League. Hyatt, 17-10, defeated Springvale, 12-7. And Clarence. These teams had not previously played each other in the grand final before. Clarence, prior to this match, had won one grand final, that being in last year. The teams are as follows. Sandy Bay. Backs, jo Avery, Joyce, Greg Ricketts. Harpax, Fromberg, Dora, and Nigel Ricketts. Centres, Venuto, Mackey, Pilkington. Half forwards, Elliot, Morton, Roger Steele. Forwards, Pelfryman, Adams, Morrison. Rucks, Lynch, Olsen, Rover style, Styles, 19th, Brimbacombe, 20th, Sward. Clarence runners upside. Backs Nash, Norris, White. Half backs Rowe Bottom, Bowden, and Palmer. Centres West, Lynch, and Edwards. Half forwards Richmond, Bingley, <coughs> and Bud. Forwards Godfrey, Main, and Teague. Racks Cheek and Whitehouse, Rover King, 19th Anderson, 20th Thornbury.